Don't we go in the Kotet Sichas? Chelik Tes Vav. The third sicha, the fifth sicha for Parshas Teldes. So the end of this week's Parsha, it tells us that after Yaakov gets the brachas from Yitzchak, the Yitzchak calls Yaakov and he blesses him and he tells him two things. He says, first of all, not to take a woman for marriage from the daughters of Canaan, and also that he should go to Padan Aram to the house of Besuel and take from there a, a, a wife from the daughters of Lam. And then he continues that Hashem will bless you and multiply you, you become a Kahal Amin, and Hashem will give you the birchas of Ram, and you will inherit the land which Hashem has promised to Abram. And then it continues that Yitzchak sends Yaakov, and he goes to Padan Aram. Then that was the first five psukim of Pasuk Aperikhofes. And then in Pasuk Vav, the Pasuk test, it starts discussing Esav. Pasuk Vav tells us that Yitzchak sees that Yitzchak has blessed Yaakov and sent him to Badan Aram to take from, a, from there a woman when he blessed him. And he commands him, and, and that he commanded him, saying, do not take an Isha from the Dodeis Kanan. So basically, Esav sees what happens, that A, that Yitzchak has just blessed uh, Yaakov again, and he sent him to go to Padan Aram to take from there a woman, is referring to the original bracha that he got, uh, that he from Esav. And the third thing is that he, he sees that he got a command that he shouldn't take from the daughters of Kanan. Pasuk Zayin continues that Yishma Yaakov, and Yaakov listened to his father and his mother, and he went to Padan Aram. Pasuk Chesed says again that Esav saw that the Benoist Kanan are bad in the eyes of Yitzchak, his father. So Esav goes to Yishmael and he takes from the daughters of Yishmael, the son of Abram, uh, one, one of his daughters as a wife. So what's hard to understand in the Pasuk is, is Pasuk Zayin. In Pasuk Vav, it tells us it switches from the conversation of Yitzchak and Yaakov and switches to what Esav is seeing. It tells us that Esav sees this whole thing take place. And then all of a sudden, in Pasuk Zayin, it switches back to Yaakov and says that Yaakov heard, listened to his father and went to Padan Aram. And then Pasuk Ches switches back to Esav again. That Esav sees that the daughters of Canaan are bad, so therefore he goes to Yishmael. Pasuk Zayin seems to be out of place. or middle of talking about what Esav is seeing, what Esav is doing, why all of a sudden is it telling us that Yaakov listened? And second of all, we already know that Yaakov listened because in Pasuk Hay, it says that Yitzchak sent Yaakov and he went to Padan Aram. So it already tells us that he went to Padan Aram. So it seems that this Pasuk is repetitive. So Rashi tells us that Yishma Yaakov, says this is Mechubar Le'inyan Shomali. This is connected to the prior Inyan. Where it says the Yar Esav Kiber Yitzchak, and in Pasuk Vav it says that Esav saw that Yitzchak blessed him, and Chishila Chayse Padana Aram, and he was sent to Padana Aram. Therefore, the Pasuk continues Chishama Yaakov Abba Halak Padana Aram, a Padana Aram that when Yaakov listened to his fathers and went to Padana Aram, he rose Bnei Sknan. Then Bahalak Kamhu Yishma, meaning Rashi is telling us that the Yishma Yaakov is actually part of what Esav is seeing, that Esav saw that. Yitzchak had blessed Yaakov and gave him these two uh, commandments, and that Yaakov listened to his father and his mother, he went to Padan Aram. So then, Esav understands, and he takes from the Bnei Canaan uh, as a wife. So Rashi is basically telling us that Pasuk Zayin is not repetitive, and it's also not out of place, because it's telling us what Esav sees. Esav sees that Yaakov listened, and therefore Esav also, the Pashtus, wants to listen to his father, so he he, so he, 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 he he understands that the Bnei Canaan are bad. He understands that Yaakov is listening. So he also takes from the daughters of Yishmael because he doesn't want to have, uh, he doesn't take any, he already was married to some of the Bnei Canaan, but he doesn't 
doesn't divorce them, as Rashi tells us, but he doesn't marry anymore, but rather he goes to marry from the daughters of Ishmael. So the problem, what we need to discuss and understand in this Rashi is that it seems like Rashi has a very long arichus. Really, the only thing that he needs to be telling us is the words, that's all he needs to tell us. All he needs to tell us is that where, what is the Yishma Yaakov coming to tell us? As I mentioned, it seems like it's repeated and also out of place. He tells us, no, it's not out of place. Rather, it's connected to what Esav has seen. It's this is one of the things that Esav sees. Why does he need to give such a arichas? He continues that kiper hitzchak begaimer and then mefil shilach yisaf adana aram. It continues with these other things that happened in pasuk vav. Just just say the first word vayar yisaf begaimer. Why is he telling us that he blessed him and he sent him to adana aram? Doesn't seem to be uh, telling us. Doesn't seem to be adding anything. Furthermore, once he's adding those details from the pasuk. Why does he only add the two details that he gave him a bracha and that he sent him to Adan Aram? Why doesn't he also add the second command, which was that he commanded him, Rashi seems like he's cutting, he's missing that point of why? Why, he's, why is he leaving that out? Especially since it seems like that's probably the most important part of that Pasuk. Because as we're going to mention in Pasuk Chas, that when Esav sees this uh, conversation, this uh, story transpiring between Yaakov and Yitzhak, he understands that he was B'nai Zkhan. So wouldn't the most important part is of a Yishma Yaakov that Esav sees that Yaakov has listened to his father, going to Padan Aram, and especially that he didn't take from the B'nai Zkhan. And therefore Esav does the same thing, that he doesn't take, take from the B'nai Zkhan. But Rashi cuts out what seems to be the most important point. So A, question one is really he doesn't need to mention any of it, just saying, and two, if he's, if he's going to mention all these details, why is he cutting out the detail of the Yitzhavel of Lema, which seems to be the most connected to, the, to what Esav is seeing and therefore acting upon, that he won't either take from the Bnei Zkanan, rather goes to Yishmael. Then Rashi continues, that Bechishama Yaakov el-Avi Behalach Padan Aram. It continues with our Pasuk, that Yaakov listens and goes to Padan Aram. Why is he mentioning that? The purpose of Rashi is just to tell us that Yishmael Yaakov is Mechul Why is he quoting the words of our Pasuk? Our Pasuk is not, it's our Pasuk. We're trying to say that our Pasuk is in Shemayla. So why is he quoting our Pasuk itself? That the Yaakov, that seems Pasuk. We're talking about our Pasuk. And furthermore, the last question is, then he goes into the next Pesukim, Bahalach Gamhu El Yishmael, that Esav goes to Yishmael. Why is Rashi telling us that Esav goes to Yishmael? Those are Pesukim which are, which, which is a few Pesukim later. So he's trying to tell us that our Pasuk, that A, it's repetitive, and it doesn't seem, why are we talking about Yaakov? So Rashi answered that with the first few words. Telling us what Esav is going to be doing in a few Pesukim doesn't seem to be at all in, uh, answering any of the questions that Rashi actually had. And it's, it's, it would be very difficult to say that the reason why he's mentioning is because Rashi's trying to Mahadish that why did he go to Yishmael is because he that he sees everything that's occurring, he sees that the Bnei Zkanan are bad, and therefore he goes to Yishmael, and that Rashi's just trying to explain to us what the Hemshech of the Pesukim are, because that's pretty obvious. You don't need Rashi to tell us that from the, that Riyar Isaf, that he rose Bnei Zkanan, and then he goes to the Yishmael to take a daughter, that the reasoning is because he understands that the, that the Bnei Zkanan are bad in his father's eyes, that we can learn, understand from the Pesukim itself. So really, all these extra details that Rashi's putting into the Rashi, putting, putting into his Dibra seems to be seems to be extra. So to understand this, we're going to look at the Pesukim itself. So if you look in Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Chetz, it says the word Bayar Esav two times. Pasuk Vav tells us that, that Esav sees 
that Yitzchitz was Yaakov and he gave him these commands. And then a Pasuk Chesed tells us that that Yar Isad, that the Kiroi's Benoist Kanam in Yitzchadit. So why does it say the Yar Isad two times? We're talking about Isad. Just say it one time, the Yar Isad. Why is it telling us twice the words Vayar Isaf? So the, the reasoning is that the word Vayar in Chumash could be, had two translations. Vayar means that he sees, he sees what's transpiring by others. And Vayar could also come from the expression of understanding. Vayar Isaf means that Isaf saw, meaning that he understood something. So the first time the Pasuk is telling us, Pasuk Vav and Zion, it's just telling us what he saw. He sees what's occurring with Yitzchak, what's occurring with Yaakov. Pasuk Ches is telling us that from what he saw, what is he, what's his conclusion? What does he understand from that? So when it says Vayar Esav, it means that after he saw what occurred, Vayar Esav, that Esav now understands that Roy's is Khan, and therefore he went to the daughters of Yishmael. So that's what's, how, how you read the Pesukim. But Oibazoi, and that's of course the Pasuk Shad of the Pesukim, Oibazoi, the question really is, why in Pasuk Vav is he giving us, telling us B'chalal, all those details that what Esav saw? Really, it shouldn't have, Pasuk Vav seems to be, you could take out Pasuk Vav and Zion, and it wouldn't really be minimizing anything in the story. Because we know from Pasuk Aleph to Hey, we know what Yitzchak tells Yaakov to do. We know that Yaakov listened. So after Pasuk Hey, you could skip directly to Pasuk Has, and you could just say that Vayar Esav, the Esav sees that Kiroiz B'nai's Kanan, in Yitzchak And we'd understand on our own that why does he understand, why does he see that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father Yitzchak? Because obviously, he saw what Yitzchak commanded Yaakov. So the Pasuk doesn't need to tell us the fairish that he saw what happened. No, it, it, that's it just cut it out and just tell us that he saw and this is what he does. And we can understand on our own that the reason why uh, Esav realizes that the Royce B'nai's Canaan is clearly because of what we just said in the previous five Pesukim about the command of Yitzchak to Yaakov. So it seems like Pasuk Vav and Zion is extra. It's unnecessary. The main point of our psukim, in other words, and this is also other before she asked some question, the main point of our psukim seems to be telling us that Esav, that because of what Esav sees with Yitzchak and Yaakov, therefore he goes to marry the daughters of Yishmael. That seems to be the main, main point. And why? Is that because of the story that occurred? So why does it have to tell us Pasuk Bav and Zion, which seems to be not really adding any details, not really being able to, not adding something that we couldn't have understood on our own. Um, before we get into the explanation of Rashi, just one shot, which I thought was interesting, was from the Archaim. The Archaim is trying to tell us that why doesn't Esav run at, why didn't Esav run after Yaakov and kill him? We know already earlier that Rivka was scared that um, Esav would go kill Yaakov um, because of that he stole the brachas. And that was one of the reasons why she wanted him to go to Padan Aram. So the question is, why didn't Esav follow Yaakov and kill him on his way to Padan Aram? So therefore, the Pasuk is telling us because Esav saw three things. He sees that Yitzchak gave him a bracha to go to Padan Aram. He, he sees also that he's doing a mitzvah, that he was sent to Padan Aram to do a mitzvah of marrying a woman. And he also he sees that there's a command that Yaakov has given him, and then Yishma Yaakov, and Yaakov listens to his father. He goes to Padan Aram, does not marry from the daughters of Khan. He does marry, uh, uh, go there to marry a, a woman from there. So therefore, Esav sees that because of these three things, the brachas and the two commands that Yaakov is in the process of listening to, so he's keeping the mitzvah also, as you mentioned, keep it of aim, then he realizes that he won't be able to fight Yaakov at this particular time. So therefore, what does he do? He understands from the story that maybe he should go to the daughters of Yishmael. Why? Because he thinks that maybe the reasoning why he lost the brachas, why his mother, Rivka, first of all, was upset at him and therefore helped Yaakov get the brachas, 
and also Klape Shmai, why he wasn't deserving the brachas, is because he mirrored the daughters of Canaan. So when he sees that Yaakov got the brachas, and then Yaakov tells him not to marry the nice guy, he's saying, oh, that must be the reason why my Rivka is upset, I mean, my mother's upset, and also why I didn't get the brachas. So when he sees that, therefore he goes to the daughters of Ishmael, and he's hoping that um, he'll he'll get Al Kopanim, the Orchai says, he'll get the brachas, either, he'll get the brachas at least, that Yitzchak did give, did give him, meaning he was somewhat afraid that if he only has children from the Benais of Canaan, then what might happen is his descendants won't be zeichet to those brachas. I mean, he'll get the bracha, but he, his children after him won't get those brachas because they'll be from the Benais Canaan. So Yitzchak, in order to make sure that some of his children will inherit the brachas that Yitzchak gave him, he marries from Benais Yishmael, and he figures that his children from Benais Yishmael, they will be deserving of those brachas that Yitzchak uh, gave him. So that's one interpretation from the Archai. But let's go to Rashi. So according to Rashi, though, the question is, and this is really what's bothering Rashi, is why does the Pesukim, why Pesuk Vav and Pesuk Zayn seem to be extra? What is that adding by telling us, like the Pharisees that, that, that the Ace of Seas uh, sees what the story what that transpired between Yitzchak and Yaakov? Just tell us the Paul Mamish that he understood from that the Kuroi's Benais Khan. Why does he have to tell us the fairest that he saw? That's what Rashi's coming to explain. So the answer is, and this is what Rashi's being is, is being Maramas in his his explanation, because we're gonna see that the way how Rashi is reading the Psukim will answer this this question, this very important question. The question is. Why is Esau only listening to half of his father's command? He sees that Yitzchak gives the command, A, that Yaakov should go to Hadana Ram to marry a woman, and B, that he shouldn't marry from the daughters of Canaan. So why does Esau only listen to half of it, that he royce place Canaan, and therefore he goes to Basi Why doesn't he go to, to Lava, to Padana Ram? That would make much more sense. He sees both of these commands taking place. Why is he only doing one of the commands? Especially if, if, we, if we know that the reason why Leah, says Leah was called Leah because her eyes were soft from crying. Because everybody was saying that the older girl, meaning Leah will go to Asa, the younger girl, Rachel will go to Yaakov. So it seems like it was somewhat understood that Leah was, was reserved for Asa. So that makes the question even stronger. That this is something that was somewhat Yudua that he already even had a girl there that was designated for him. So his father gives the command. He has Leah there that's really reserved for him, but he still doesn't listen. Why not? The Rebbe also says, L'hayr from Pashish Chayetzar by, by, by Yishmol, uh, sorry, by Eliezer. And when Eliezer is by Mesuel, he tells him the whole story how Abram wanted him to go uh, to Arzai, to Maladatai, to, to take from, from there a woman. Uh, for, from the daughters of Suel as, as a wife for, for Yitzchak. And he tells them about the Shua, that I made a Shua that I'm not allowed to take to the Benoist Canaan. So therefore he tells him, tell me if she can come with me. Great. And if not, I'll turn to my right or my to the left. And Rashi tells us, what does it mean that if you won't send Rivka with me, I'll go to the right or the left. I'll go to the Benoist Yishmael or to the Benoist Light. Meaning, what does that mean? Meaning is that the first choice where is, what does Avram want? Avram wants from Ma'arts and Maladatai, that which has both things, that's from his land and from his family. But if he can't get Ma'arts and Maladatai, he can't have both, then I'll do the second best. At least there'll be Maladatai, will be from his family, from the daughters of Ishmael and the daughters, or the daughters of Lot. 
And of course, just to point out that if even they didn't want to go, just to add another detail, that if they didn't want to go from the daughters of Shmuel or the daughters of Light, then Rashi told us earlier that if then the Shmuel would be removed from Eliezer, and then you'd be able to marry him off to one of the daughters of Enor, Enor Mamre and Eshkol Mamre. The Rashi did that, because if you remember from when Avram originally gave the Shavua to Eliezer, he says that if they don't want to come with you, then you will be cleansed from this Shavua. You'll be knocked from the Shavua, and then you can marry from, not the daughters of Canaan directly, but he says you can marry from the daughters of uh, Enor, Eshkol, and Mamre, who were from, from Canaan, but they were friends. They were Tzadikim, they were friends of Avram. So he didn't completely, as something, uh, cleanse the Shavua that he can marry anybody from the daughters of Canaan. He says, but if none of my family want to come, then you can marry... From, from these from the children of these three uh, three people, but what was the shuva? The shuva was not to marry any of the benayis kana. Rather, a the first thing he had to do was ma'arts and malantai. That didn't work. He has to at least go to malantai, would be the benayis shmal and the benayis light. And if that doesn't work, then it will be naki, and you can get from the daughters of Madre and the other and Enervashko. So Ibazai, why is Esav? He sees what's happening. He understands this. He knows what happens to his father Yitzchak. Why, why isn't he going to Padan Aram to get for, for, for himself a wife? So this is what Rashi is trying to tell us. So Rashi explains, and we'll, we'll show you how you can see this in Rashi in a moment, that there's two Vayars over here. There's the first Vayar and there's the second Vayar. The first Vayar is explaining to us what Esau sees and because of what he sees, he understands that the first part of going to Padan Aram is not relevant to him. And then the Diyar, the second Diyar is telling us that he understands that the second man did not belong to Kanan, that is something which is relevant to him. What does this mean? That it says the Vayar Esav, what does Esav see the first time? He sees that Kiver Hitzchak is Yaakov Shil Chois Vadan Aram, Makakas Leimi Isha, Bevarcha Isai. That he sees that. Esav sees that his father gave Yitzchak a brach when he sends it to Padan Aram to take from him, from, from himself, a wife from there, when he blessed him. According to the Malavim, the Mavarach Kuaisai means the, the original blessing. It says twice a brach over here. One brach is the brach that he gave in Pasuk Beis and Tildalad, Gimel and Dalad. And the other one, Mavarach Kuaisai, is referring to the original bracha that he got, which, which he stole from Esav. So Esav sees that the bracha that he gave him is connected to taking a woman from him. So and then the pasuk Zion continues ve'yishma Yaakov that Yaakov listens. So Esav realizes that the purpose of going, or this is at least how he understands it, that the purpose of going to Padan Aram to take a, from there a woman is connected to the brachas. But he is not getting the brachas. So when Yaakov listens to his father and goes there, he understands that Yaakov is still right for the bracha because he listen. If he didn't listen, then maybe he would lose the bracha, and then Yishma, uh, yeah, then Esav would be able to get it. But when he sees that the brachas connect to go in Padan Aram, and then he sees that Yaakov listens and goes to Padan Aram, he knows that this is something which is not relevant to him. But the second part, but the second idea of Yitzavol of Lema, not to take from the Bnei Sinan, sees that they were Ro'is Bnei Sinan in Yitzchak That that wasn't something which was connected to the brachas. No, that was something which was connected to Shudach. These women were bad, right? So therefore, because... Because from this, that Esau tells, Yitzchak tells Yaakov, Dafif to take from there, meaning it's because in those days you could have multiple wives. So by telling him that you could take from, that he should go to Padan Aram, that he's Nala, so take him from the Padan Aram, okay, that has to do with the brachas. But why is he telling him not to take from the Nais Kanan? It must be that the brachas, uh, it must be that this is something which he doesn't like, it's something which is bad over here. He doesn't want the Nais Kanan because they are not good for marriage. 
So therefore, Shmuel understands that, and therefore he goes, uh, Asaph understands that, and therefore he takes some of the Benayis Shmuel. So based on this, we can understand the first two questions that we have. We can understand how to read Rashi in the two questions. When Rishma Yaakov, let's read Rashi. Yishma Yaakov, it says, Mechubar Inyan Shomayla. He says, the words Yishma Yaakov is Mechubar to the Inyan Shomayla. Rashi is Medai. He doesn't say Lemikra Shomayla, which many times we'll say. It's connected to the prior Pasuk. He says, to the Inyan, to the concept, to the idea that we're spoken about earlier. Which idea, which we spoke about earlier, not everything that we spoke about earlier, very specific, which was, Be'yar Esav Kiver Hitzchak V'gaymer, Be'chishilach Oysa Padana Aram. What's relevant is that Yitzchak gave the bracha and he sends him to Padan Aram. And then Mechishama Yaakov Padan Aram. And then Yaakov went to Padan Aram, listens to Swan and goes to Padan Aram. What is he telling us? That Yishma Yaakov, these words Yishma Yaakov is not connected to the second part of the Pasuk, when Esav is looking about what's occurring and he sees that Yaakov listened to his fathers and goes to Padan Aram, it's specifically that first part of a Yelach Padan Aram. That's what he's stressing. He went to Padan Aram. What Rashi's trying to tell us is that when Esav is viewing and seeing what's occurring, what does he see? He sees his father giving these two commands. He sees how the bracha is connected to Padan Aram. And then he sees how Yaakov listens and goes to Padan Aram. He listens to his father and goes to Padan Aram. Therefore, that's the first part of Rashi. So therefore, that's trying to tell us why didn't Esav himself go to Padan Aram? It's because it was connected to the brachas, and Yaakov listened, and then he went to Padan Aram. But then when we get to the second part, the daughters of Canaan were bad, that's something which is relevant to him. Therefore, he goes to Yishma. So Rashi is trying to divide up those two parts of the Pasuk, saying is that the Yishma Yaakov, how Esav is seeing it, is Dafka connected to the first part of the Pasuk. So it's basically like we do like this, a Pasuk Vav, is telling us both things that Asaph sees. And then Pasuk Zion in fact, is telling us, in a sense, his reaction to it. Or Pasuk Zion is telling us how he understands the, what, what, what's relevant to him. So Pasuk Zion is connected to the first part of Pasuk Vav, that, that Asaph sees that Yaakov, Yitzchel gave the blocha to Yaakov to go to Padana Ram, and Yaakov listens and goes to Padana Ram. And then the second part of the Pasuk, of that's connected to Pasuk Ches, that in Yar Esav, that Esav sees from that command, that worries from that command, and therefore he goes to Yishma. So what Rashi's doing is, he's splitting up the ideas of Pasuk Vav, and showing how each first part of Pasuk Vav is connected to Pasuk Zayin, the second Pasuk Pasuk Vav is connected to Pasuk Ches and Tes. So based on that, we just answered the questions, some of the questions at least. We answered, first of all, why Rashi is giving us the extra details of Yar Esav, Kiber, Yitzchak, Yishilach, Esav, um, it also tells us why it doesn't mention the word Vietzava love. It doesn't mention over there Vietzava love Lema Why is he cutting out those details? Because those details of Vietzava love Lema is not connected to the Yishmayaka. So he cuts it out. He's trying to tell you that it's only connected to the Arisa Kishida Pasadana Ram and the Kishamayaka. It's connected. The Yakshamayaka is only connected to the first part of Pasadana. So he cuts out Vietzava love. And that also answers the third question is why does he put in the idea of a Chishama Yaakov, Kalavi, why is he talking about what, our Pasuk itself? We're just trying to say our Pasuk is connected to the previous one. 
So he says the reason why he's trying to do that is because he's trying to tell us very beferish that the Kishama Yaakov Ovid is only connected to the first part of Pasuk Vav. And it's not connected to the second part of Pasuk Vav. At least that's how Esav is understanding what's going on. What he sees is that the Yishma Yaakov is only really to the first part and it's not necessarily connected to the second part. But why the Pale is it written in this way? Why is Pasuk Vav written in the way that it tells us both of the commands? And then, you know, divides up how Asaph understands it over the next two psukim. So the reason why it's written in this way is because, first of all, that's the pile how it occurred. Asaph sees these two, these two commands that are given, and then he sees how the first part Yaakov listens to, and then the second part he understands that it's something which is connected to him. So first of all, that's the pile just how it occurred, that those, he saw those two things first, and then there's his reaction to what he sees. Second of all, it's also telling us regarding Yaakov. That why does Yaakov go be Ishma Yaakov? So even though Esav might not be understanding that way, but Papaya, why is Yaakov going to Padana Rab? Yaakov's going to Padana Rab for both of those reasons. To fulfill his, both of his commands of his father, to get a woman for there, not to take from the, from the nice Quran. That's why also in Rashi, where there's a few Diyukim, uh, it says that, Bechishama Yaakov al-Aviv halach Padana Rab. So why does that to say al-Aviv? First of all, why does it say, we just say, Bechishama Yaakov, and Yaakov listens. The whole point is to tell us, that the ace of God the Bracha, that's our ace of sees that Yitzchak blessed Yaakov, that he stands in the Bada Aram. All it should say is that Yaakov listened. Why does it say A to his father? B, why does it only say to El Aviv? Should we say El Aviv Ima, like the Lashon of And then it continues on, Bahalach Badana Aram. The reasoning is because it's trying to tell us, what's relevant over here to Esav is that he's listening to his father because it's the father who gave the Bracha. So, yes, it's both his father and mother wanted to go there. But what's relevant over here to Esav regarding Pasuk Zayin is that the Yishma Yaakov, he's listening because of the Brach part of it. So that's connected to his father. And also that he, and also that he, Halach Badan Aram is to tell us that there's two ideas, that Yishma Yaakov Aviv, and Halach Badan Aram is trying to tell us how it was the Sad Yaakov. The Yishma Yaakov Aviv, A, that he didn't take from the nice time. Halach Badan Aram to fulfill the, the, the second part of things. So therefore Rashi's Medayik, he works both ideas, trying to tell us that A, he's listening, that Asa sees that he's listening to his father in order to become the Brachas, and he goes to Badana Ram, uh, is, is to stress that it's the second part which is relevant to, uh, to Asa. So even though there's two points over here that Yaakov's listening to, nonetheless, what's relevant to Asa is really the first point of going to Badana Ram. So the last question we have is that why does Rashi and off the halach gamhu el yishma. He writes the nice gam halach gamhu el yishma. Why put in the, that last part? So one answer, basically, really, what based on what we've been saying until now, is because we're trying to answer why Esav only listens to half of the command of his father, half of the rutzen of his father. Like the command wasn't even given to him, but he understands what his father wants. So why is he only listening to half of it? So it's trying to tell us it's because as we've been saying the whole time, that the, that the only part which is relevant is that what's relevant to Esav is that the that's something which is relevant to him, and that's what's connected to meaning is why is he only going to B'nai Shemal? The reason why he's only going to B'nai Shemal because the only part which is relevant to him is So he's trying to show you that regarding Yaakov, Yaakov had two things that he needed to fulfill, and therefore he quotes that part of the, the, the story. But the second part, which is connected to the and therefore what's the reasoning that he commanded it? Esav understands because it's 
So therefore, he understands that Baha'u'llah found Holy Yishmael. So therefore, it's really explained to us why he went to Yishmael only did half of it. And as we mentioned before, it's also clarifying that you need to split this Indian into two Inyan. There's the first part of, of Rashi, and the first Indian, and then there's uh, the second Indian. Uh, and this, uh, the Rebbe points out on R18, we can understand why Rashi puts, the, puts as the Divra Mosque, the words Vayishma Yaakov. Because it says the Chaira, the main Chiddush of Rashi really is that Vayitzavu Lav Leimol Eisikha and Isha is not connected to Vayishma Yaakov. His main Chiddush is that Vayishma Yaakov is connected to the first part and not connected to Vayitzavu Lav. So shouldn't he have put in his Divra Mosque also the words Vayitzavu Lav Leimar and then also put in the word Vayar Esa of Kiroiz Benes Kanan to kind of show what he's doing over here. He's trying to connect um, He's trying to explain the the hemshah hadvar of these of the diff, different sibuyim and how Asif reacted. So why is he putting on the word biyishmayakim? So the rabbi answers it's because what the main point what Rashi is trying to do is he's trying to be mechalik and divide between the two the of the two the two uh, commands that that Yitzchak gives. So what Rashi is telling us is by Yishma Yaakov, he's trying to make very clear that Yishma Yaakov is connected to the Bracha. Therefore, he puts it in those words that the Yishma Yaakov, how Esav understands it, that's only connected to the Bracha. And why doesn't he put at least a Begoyimer or something like that? Yishma Yaakov and put a Yitzavolav, a Begoyimer, Yishma Yaakov, a Begoyimer, The reason why he doesn't do that, the Rebbe says, is because if you look inside the Rashi itself, he brings all the parts of the Pasuk which are relevant. What I'm saying right now is, I think it's very obvious once you have the, uh, really the background of, of the Sicha of, but you know, really these questions probably would have been better at the beginning, but um, once you have the background of the Sicha, you can understand what Rachi's trying to do. So the Rebbe's just pointing out, like really based on what we're saying, what the Divra Masal Rashi is also fits very beautifully, because he's trying to stress that the Yishma Yaakov is connected to the first part of Hasegvav, and the second part of, uh, of Rashi, Shiroiz Ben is connected to the second Pasuk, Pasuk Bab, and he's really trying to mechalik and show the differences between these two parts of the Pasuk and how Asaph reacts to it. Um, and therefore, he puts the words Vayishma Yaakov, which is the main part. I wasn't at least put the other parts of the Pesukim, which are also relevant. And the answer is he does. He just doesn't put it as a Dibra Masal. He puts it in Pnim Pnim of this Pirush. And as the Rebbe points out, that many times Rashi will do that. That he might, the Dibra Masal might just be one or two words of the Pasuk, and the other words of the Pasuk that he's coming to explain, he'll put into the Pirush itself. He'll put the words of the Pasuk into the Pirush, which, as we clearly see, most of the words of Rashi are really words from our Pesukim. One last point that the Rebbe tells us is that there's a second reason why Rashi doesn't put the words Vitzav Alav Lamer in the first part of his the first part of his spirish. So we have the entire explanation we gave until now. There's also a second explanation. The second explanation is it's trying to tell us the motivation of Asa's motivation of marrying the B'nai Sishmal. That the motivation is that Asa's trying to show that he's just as good as Yaakov, and not only that, he's actually better than Yaakov. Why? Because the way Asa understands these commands, he understands that Yaakov has two commands. One is to marry from the Dana Ram, which is connected to the Rafas, and the second one is not to marry the B'nai So when um, Asa's watching what's occurring, he sees Yaakov listening, he's saying, yes, he's listening just to get the brachas. So he's not taking from the, uh, so therefore he, he's going to, 
Padana Ram. And the Bela, he's not going to take an Isham Benais Kalam. But me, I didn't have a command. I don't have a command, I don't have this command. Rather, I'm doing this on my own. Ya- Yaakov has a command to do this. Me, I see what my father's rotten is, and therefore I listen on my own. Therefore, Hidafka doesn't put in the words rather, he just puts in the words because it's not because of the command, because he doesn't have that command. Yaakov had the command, Esav doesn't have the command. But, Yaakov, but, but what's relevant to Esav is the reasoning behind the command. What's the reason that Yitzchak gave Yaakov this command, it's because Kiroi is So therefore, Rashi doesn't bring in the words at all, not in the first part or the second, but he does put the reasoning in, which is Kiroi is and therefore, he goes to Yishma. And the Maila of going to Yishma is, A, he's listening to his father, as we said, without a command, and B, the Rebbe adds, is that, as the Pasuk says, and I believe also the Rechaim points this out, or maybe uh, some of the first release do, that he says it, he takes for himself as Machlas Basi Shmol Ben Avram. He takes Basi Shmol Ben Avram. The Pasuk stresses that as Ben Avram, that Yitzchak is saying that I even have a mile over Yaakov. That not only do I not take from the Bnei Sechan, but I take from the lineage of Avram Avinu. So in a certain way, I actually even have a mile which is even greater than Yitzchak. Because Yitzchak, uh, sorry, which is greater than Yaakov. Yes, Yaakov is taking arts in a lot of things, taking from his family, but I'm literally taking the granddaughter of Aram. Therefore, I have a Mila over, uh, Yitzchak, uh, over, yeah, over Yaakov.